Happy Monday, football fans. We have reached conference championship week in the National Football League, and you have reached Behind the Lines, part of the Lines podcast presented by BetMGM. My name is Steven Andres, managing editor at thelines.com, joined each and every Monday by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. On this pod, we are going to look back at the amazing divisional round of football, the public wins, the public losses. We will also look at the openers at BetMGM for conference championship week and also look back at a couple of the teams that were long shots. And I mean big long shots at separate points in the regular season, but made it to the final four in the National Football League. First of all, Christian, how are you? I'm sure you enjoyed the football as much as I did. It was incredible. I, I don't know how you would have enjoyed that. I mean, maybe one of the best games of all time, that Sunday night game. So, yeah, it was an incredible weekend, but not too great for the public as it was a, a big winning weekend for the book. Interesting. Let's go game by game here through that, and we'll start with the first game of the weekend, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. The Bengals were three-and-a-half-point road underdogs. It got up to four at some spots. Public win or public loss in that one? Public loss. Uh, now that maybe other books might have a different uh, say there, but for us with our Tennessee presence, uh, they, were, you know, they were all hitting the home favorite team. So, So that was a big public win for or sorry, big book win for, for bet MGM. For sure. Yeah. We've talked about that storyline all year, right? With the, the Titans and, and bet MGM in particular, you guys having a lot of presence in the state of Tennessee and taking a lot of Titans bets. I'm sure for this game, in addition to the rest of the games throughout the year, moving on to the second divisional matchup, the green Bay Packers hosting the San Francisco 49ers and what turned into a snow globe game, no offensive touchdowns for the 49ers, but we're still somehow able to win outright thanks to a punt block and some field goals. They were six point underdogs for some of the week went down to settled around five and a half at close public win or a public loss there. That was a big public loss. Actually one of the, one of the bigger wins uh, in BetMGM single game uh, history that we had games like that are always going to be that way. You know, we're a big favor that everyone's betting on. And then the, the few points is really what hurt the public pretty bad too, because you lose out on your touchdown scores, you know, same game parlays that have all those involved. So, so that one was definitely tough for the public. Yeah, didn't didn't initially think of that angle as well with these low scoring games and all these, you know, derivatives and props and parlays that go into it as well. But um, really fascinating to hear that part of it as, as well. Not just the fact that the 49ers won the game, but barely anybody scored in the game. Uh, let's move on to Sunday. More amazing divisional round football. Before that Sunday night game, we had the Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady had a 28 to three comeback in the Super Bowl. He almost had a 27 to three comeback in this game. Public win or public loss after the Rams were able to carve out and survive with a last second field goal to win by three. That Pre-game, that's a public uh, loss as well. Uh, depending on where you've got the the bucks on that line uh, coming back, you know, if you hit them on the money line, you would have you know had a heartbreaker there. But if you got them for a couple points, uh, you might have done okay. But that was another one, yeah, where Tom Brady's going to take a lot of our bets. So, so people were uh, had a had a strong hand on the on the bucks there. 
For sure. I'm assuming some more live bets on the Bucks to come back as they got a little bit closer and closer in there. We talked about that in some games with the Bucks earlier this year, in particular that game where they got shut out by the Saints 9 nothing. You guys took a ton of, of live bets on Tom Brady and company in that one. Uh, but as two and a half or, or three point home favorites in this one, they lose outright and, uh, and another tough one for the public. Finally, my goodness, where do we even start with this Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs game? Let's start with the closing odds. It was around two and a half in this game. The Kansas City Chiefs, a home favorite, public win or public loss? I, uh, to, to my surprise, it was actually uh, was actually a public loss. I don't know. We, wow. we did just launch in uh, New York, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But on the money line, we were two to one on bets on the Bills versus the Chiefs. So. More more uh, spread money was on the Chiefs. So if you took the Chiefs, it seemed like you took them at the one and a half and hit there. But if you were taking the Bills, um, for us, it would look like you were taking them on the money line. And while it was a public win, we definitely uh, took a big hit at the end there with all those touchdowns and yards and everything. Everyone hit all their overs in those last couple of minutes. So true. I'm I'm going to guess though, at least just in terms of the spread, Christian, you would have a hard time thinking back. To the last time the Chiefs covered a spread and it was a public loss. Yeah, if that's that was why this was one of the more shocking games to me. I, I have to take a look. I, I'm assuming that that New York Buffalo Bills they could finally bet on their team and they're you know ready to go. But but yeah, no. Usually the Chiefs are a bad one for us. If it's a Chiefs cover, it's usually bad. But but on the money line, we were yeah two to one bets on the Bills to the Chiefs. An NFL record for points in the final two minutes of the game. An NFL record for Gabriel Davis with four receiving touchdowns. All four of Josh Allen's touchdown passes went to Gabriel Davis. Honestly, I've, I have Bill's futures, but I just feel bad for Bill's fans all around the country because, you know, these other teams have had it other than the Bengals, of course, but these other teams, so many around the league have had a taste of success and Super Bowl victory and, that's just a, a gut wrenching way to to end a season to so close every time. I know just in no fault of their offenses as well. Just they, they left it out on the field offensively. All right, let's take a short break here and we are going to look at conference championship openers and also look back at just how big of a long shot the Bengals and the 49ers were in Super Bowl futures at various points throughout this season. But first, a special offer from BetMGM. Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 5 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Steven Andres back with Christian Cipollini. It is conference championship weekend in the NFL. Openers are already out at BetMGM. 
And Christian, let's take a look here. Where would you like to begin, AFC or NFC? Uh, we can start with uh, AFC, uh, Chiefs, Bengals. Uh, we have the Chiefs as seven and a half point favorites, and the total is 54 and a half. We're up to seven and a half. Now, I believe, you know, we're, we're recording this around lunchtime on Monday. I think that was around seven earlier in the day. Am I wrong on that one? We, yeah, most other books are actually at seven right now, but we, we're holding at seven and a half. Okay, at seven and a half. So maybe in teaser territory here, that could be an early. Early week bet for me for conference championship weekend, uh, depending on what the line does in this next game here for the NFC, the 49ers trying to beat the Rams three times this season and a second time at SoFi Stadium openers for this one. Rams are three and a half point favorites in the totals, 46 and a half. So again, my early conference championship week teaser bet would be the Chiefs. Tease down through the seven, through the three to around minus one and a half and the 49ers uh, up through the touchdown to plus nine or, or plus nine and a half. I would prefer to just bet the Niners straight up, though, at, at plus three and a half. I think they're a live dog in this one. Christian, before we get going here, I want to ask you about the Cincinnati Bengals and the San Francisco 49ers who at various times this year were insane long shots to win the Super Bowl. Let's start with the Cincinnati Bengals at Bet MGM. How high did their odds get at any point this season to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I can't think of a time where we had uh, a team about this high of odds that ended up in the conference championship. But on uh, September 19th, we had the Bengals at 150 to 1. That's that's unbelievable. For for context, that was the day the Bengals lost in week two at Chicago, 20 to 17, just one and one on the season, though. And the odds dropped to 150 to one. Obviously, that didn't help the preseason expectations where everybody had the Bengals still finishing dead last in the AFC North. But here they are, one of the, the four remaining teams in the chase for the Vince Lombardi trophy. Even entering the playoffs, they were 20 to one and now are two wins away, two upset wins, obviously, but two wins away from from being the champions at those crazy, insane odds. San Francisco 49ers. This was a team that was in that not, maybe not the top tier, but I'd say the second tier in early Super Bowl odds this season, but some midseason struggles for this team. So I'm curious how high their Super Bowl odds got at BetMGM. Yeah, a little bit different story for them, but ended up with the same outcome at some point. On November 7th, they were 150 to 1 as well. Oh, my goodness. So so the Bengals and the 49ers at different points this season, both were 150 to 1. The Bengals in week two were 150 to 1 at BetMGM. And the date that you just gave me for the Niners coincided with the week nine loss to the Arizona Cardinals. They lost 31 to 17, but notably they lost to the backup quarterback, Colt McCoy to drop San Francisco to three and five on the season. And that's when the 49ers were 150 to one at Ben MGM to win the Super Bowl. And here they are about a field goal underdog against a team. They've already beaten twice this year with a chance to get back to the Super Bowl and potentially a rematch of the Super Bowl from a couple of years ago when they held a fourth quarter two possession lead over the Kansas City Chiefs. Just unbelievable. Christian, I mean, yeah. you've been around this for a while. That That's an insane number and an insane situation for teams to get to that point and then bounce all the way back to this point in the season, right? 
Oh, absolutely. It's incredibly rare. I mean, we, we talked a lot about the parody uh, in the NFL this season where it did kind of feel more wide open. It felt like there was, a, you know, tiered up or there was a, a tier of teams that were a lot better than others. But we, we said every team kind of has a chance this year. So so hopefully if you were betting them, you were still a fan of them all the way at 150 to one because it's crazy to have it that high. I mean, our power ratings throughout the season were just on a roller coaster ride. We had weeks where we had no agreement on who the number one team would be. We had people just mixing and matching where the top eight teams would be, even the middle of the pack. You know, the Niners were three and five, and a lot of us still felt that they were still in the top half of the league in, in playoff contention because of the talent on that roster. And you know what? I think the divisional round, Christian was a perfect example of of why we thought that and how tight the top tier was because this divisional round was the first time since the 1970s that every spread was 6 points or less and sure enough the margins and and the margin for error in these games was razor thin right i mean it was just a coin flip game quite literally in the final game of the weekend <laughs> yeah every single game came down to the last play just so, unreal. Rare that happens too. Yeah, unreal. For for the expectations to be there, and then for it to actually play out that way. Imagine not liking football. Imagine not being a football fan. <laughs> yeah. It is just incredible theater. Our, my colleague Matt Brown said it great on Twitter the other night. It is still the best reality show on television. Christian, as always, thank you so much for joining us every Monday here on Behind the Lines. Fantastic insight. For the rest of you on Tuesday, Matt Brown will be back looking at early week line movement for the conference championship games. And then our Megapod continues at the end of the week on Fridays now to make sure that there isn't any COVID funny business at the end of the week. We will have our Megapod, Brad Allen, Matt Brown, and myself breaking down every angle you can think of for the AFC and the NFC championship game to hopefully get some winning bets in for you in your accounts this weekend before Super Bowl 56. For Christian Cipollini, I'm Steven Andres. Good luck in the conference championship week.